0: I've come across something that disturbs me deeply. We have fought hard and long for integration, and I know we would win, but I've come to believe that we are integrating into a burning house. I'm afraid that America has lost the moral vision she once had, and I'm afraid that even as we integrate, we are walking into a place that does not understand that this nation needs to be deeply concerned with the plight of the poor and disenfranchised. Until we commit ourselves to ensuring that the underclass is given justice and opportunity, we will continue to perpetuate the anger and violence that tears the soul of this nation. I fear I am integrating my people into a burning house. Those were the late words of Martin Luther King Jr. Almost night and day compared to um, his preachings of dialogue and diplomacy. Sad that just a couple months prior to his death he realized that no matter what we do, no matter how much we talk, how much we peacefully protest under the laws given to us by the First Amendment, in the Constitution. No matter how much we cry and pray and beg, we'll always be considered third-class citizens. This is Jay, and you're listening to episode 2 of 15 for 15. is burning down right now, rightfully so. I think people are at a boiling point and they're kind of fed up. It's been a bang-bang couple months for black people and for the black community and I think that um, enough is enough. We've seen it so many times over and over and over and when representation becomes our common daily routine, right? Um, And when that representation is negative, uh, when that representation shows us in the the light of being targeted and murdered, uh, brutalized, beaten and arrested, um, then at some point in time, we're going to say enough is enough and we're just going to lash out. I think uh, what white America, Caucasians have been asking for was for peaceful protests. And when they got it, they said, no, this is not how we wanted it done. You know, we see it with you know Colin Kaepernick and kneeling for the national anthem. When you ask yourself, would you, would you rather us kneel now, or would you rather, would would you rather deal with what's going on in Minneapolis and L.A.? You know, um, you look back to the L.A. riots over the Rodney King beating. Um, shit, like white people and cops can even go to downtown, down like South uh, South L.A. People were, like, getting fucked up going down there. If you wasn't, if they didn't know who you was, you was getting your ass beat. You might die, too. You know, we've seen it now where the rioters are, you know, destroying cop cars, throwing um, stuff at cops, um burning buildings, uh, looting, stuff like that. And I think we're, a lot of us are shocked because we didn't think that this was going to be the response, but... You have to kind of ask yourself, how many times have people seen somebody die, go through the stages of death? You know, like, we watched eight minutes of this man going from conscious state to unconscious state to death. Like, people watched somebody die. Uh, I've been, I'm not going to say I've been around death a lot. Uh, My grandmother, my great-grandmother, God rest her soul, passed away when she was 94, Uh, growing up in Brooklyn. I've seen stuff where kids uh got shot at. I was shot at um I had a friend that got shot, I had a friend that died um because uh the people that he was hanging out with who we didn't know laced his weed with some shit that he was never um privy to. Um and other couple other couple friends die. Um one through natural causes and another one that was shot. Uh, he passed away um so I'm not gonna say sit here and say that I'm an expert in death. You can never truly be an expert of that um but I think you can kind of um train your mind to understand that it's it's a part of life. I remember when I was um doing a a course at the Maryland the Baltimore Maryland hospital. I was working in the trauma section trauma ward um for a program called Sea Stars, where they put us as medics in a live, live environment, a live trauma environment, and we got this kid who was a part of a, a gang violence, he, uh, he was shot three times, one, one shot went in the neck, um, one in the left flank, and the other one was in the stomach, and then the exit wounds were in the back. As I'm doing compressions on this kid and seeing that, the, hearing the agonal respirations and, you know, seeing the blood pour out of this, this young kid's body as I'm compressing his heart to keep him alive. And I'm saying, man, I am watching this kid die. Not a lot of people are ready for that. You know, some doctors are not ready for that. Some nurses are not ready for that. So you ask yourself now when you have social media and this video that's been broadcasted across the world, right? You have people in England seeing it, people in Africa seeing it. People just watched somebody die from beginning to end stage. That's what they saw. It's no no shit that this was going to be the response right? You know, this has to be the case. I mean, we've been, I've been asking myself, when was it going to get to this point for the longest time? We've seen black kids get beat up and brutalized and murdered by cops or racist white, white men or women. We've seen women, um, black women, brown women get beat up and mutilated and murdered by cops in their custody, right? We've seen unarmed men We've seen cops shoot them in the back. We've seen uh, cops falsify documents, falsify statements to justify the killing of someone. We've seen um, a drunk cop go inside a man's house and thinking it was her house, shot this man in his own house. We've seen a kid just trying to get some, some, some Skittles and... Some to drink, and for no reason, gunned down. When is it gonna stop, man? When is it gonna end? You know, like when is when is enough going to be enough? There, Jane Elliott, who is a a former teacher, and she created this experiment. Um, I, I advise you to look into it where it's about racism, it's an experiment on racism, like a social experiment on racism. And she gathered a group of, of Caucasian people of, of multiple age brackets, uh, different genders, uh, different backgrounds, and she asked a simple question. She said, of all of you here, stand. who would switch roles, and I'm paraphrasing, switch roles with a black person in America. If you would switch roles with a black person in America, please stand. Nobody stood. And she said, well, maybe you guys aren't understanding the question. So she said it again. If you would like to switch roles with a black American or a black person, please stand. Nobody stood. So then she said, you didn't stand because you know... What's going on? You know what it is to be black in this country, in this society. So if you know what it is to be black in this society, and you know the trouble and and the hardships that comes with it, if you won't accept it for yourself, why would you tolerate it for others? And it goes back to what Martin Luther King said. Leading his people into a burning house until this society until America understands the plight of the poor and the disenfranchised is going to continue to burn. People need to understand that when we constantly see ourselves as targets, eventually we're going to be backed into a corner. And when we're backed into a corner, we're going to lash out. And what we're seeing it right now. They're lashing out because they're backed into a corner. And when they're backed into a corner, they're not going to give a shit. What that does, it puts your officers at risk, right? The good cops that are out there. Let's say the good cops that are out there. It puts them at risk because they have to go out and do a job. It puts their families at risk. You know? It's crazy, man. Like, I'm absolutely terrified to go back to the United States. I'm terrified for myself. I'm terrified for my wife. And I'm terrified for my future kids. And I'm constantly worried about my friends and family back home. Because you never know, right? You you go to sleep every day and you say, everything is going to be all right. And you never know. If the next person that's underneath the legs or the knees of a cop is going to be your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your mother, your sister, your best friend, or close loved one, or or whatever have you. You never know. So salute and be safe to all those out there in Minneapolis. That's a part of the riots. Please document it. Record it because I know it's not just you guys out there. I know that there's other Caucasian people out there riding with you. And I just say be cautious because I think back to the Ferguson riots and there were Caucasian people there that were there to just only incite and instigate and and inflame and, and, and the, the events and the rioting that was going on. Because it was it started off as a people protest and it just turned into a riot. And I read reports that some of the people that was identified were cops, dressed in, you know, like disguised as rioters or, or part of the crowd, inciting the violence. So just be wary. But I also want to commend the the people out there the Caucasians out there that are truly there for the right reasons, that are truly there to protest and to say that this is wrong and to, to truly be disgusted and, and demand that those four cops that did nothing, whether you, had, whether you were part of it, whether you stood there and watched it happen, whether you was holding his leg or holding his back or you were putting a knee on his neck, that each and every one of you be persecuted under the the, the full extent of the law and go to jail for what you do. I salute you guys. Thank you so much for showing your empathy and for understanding and being a part of the cause. It is you that's going to truly help change this country and this society. It is you, not us. It's going to be you to be the ones to talk and, and, and preach love and preach equality and preach understanding and empathy to your kids And your family, so that it gets passed on to the next generation, so that hopefully, maybe not during my lifetime, maybe my kid's lifetime, will see a society in America where everyone, man, woman, child, um, rich, poor, middle class, black, Asian, Hispanic, or white, can live coherently and and, and coexist in, in this society. Thanks for listening and stay tuned to following podcast with me, Jay, and your boy Derek. Um, it's available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all major podcast platforms that you can use. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, hearing my spiel. Um, stay safe out there and peace.